that was in place over the door. Then he leaned back into the darkness against the outside railing. He raised his left leg and put all his weight and momentum into his heel. He struck the door above the knob. The door swung open with a loud crack. In a crouch, Bosch moved through the threshold in the standard combat stance. Right away, he saw the man across the room, standing on the other side of a bed. The man was naked and not only bald, but completely hairless. His vision locked on the man's eyes, and he saw the look of terror quickly fill them. Bosch yelled, his voice high and taut, Cops! Don't fucking move! The man froze, but only for a beat, and then began bending down his right arm, reaching for the pillow. He hesitated once and then continued the movement. Bosch couldn't believe it. What the fuck was he doing? Time went into suspension. The adrenaline pounding through his body gave his vision a slow-motion clarity. Bosch knew the man was either reaching for the pillow for something to cover himself with, or he was... The hand swept under the pillow. Don't do it! The hand was closing on something beneath the pillow. The man had never taken his eyes off Bosch. Then Bosch realized it wasn't terror in his eyes, it was something else. Anger? Hate? The hand was coming out from beneath the pillow now. No! Bosch fired one shot, his gun kicking up in his two-handed grasp. The naked man jerked upright and backward. He hit the wood-paneled wall behind him, then bounced forward and fell across the bed, thrashing and gagging. Bosch quickly moved into the room and to the bed. The man's left hand was reaching again for the pillow. Bosch brought his left leg up and knelt on his back, pinning him to the bed. He pulled the cuffs off his belt and grabbed the groping left hand and cuffed it, then the right, behind the back. The naked man was gagging and moaning. I can't. I can't, he said, but his statement was lost in a bloody coughing fit. You can't do what I told you, Bosch said. I told you not to move. Just die, man, Bosch thought, but didn't say. It'll be easier for all of us. He moved around the bed to the pillow. He lifted it stared at what was beneath it for a few moments, and then dropped it. He closed his eyes for a moment. God damn it, he called at the back of the naked man's head. What were you doing? I had a fucking gun, and you, you, you reach? I told you not to move. Bosch came around the bed so he could see the man's face. Blood was emptying from his mouth onto the dingy white sheet. Bosch knew his bullet had hit the lungs. The naked man was the dying man now. You didn't have to die, Bosch said to him. Then the man was dead. Bosch looked around the room. There was no one else, no replacement for the whore who had run. He had been wrong on that guess. He went into the bathroom and opened the cabinet beneath the sink. The makeup was there, as the whore had said. Bosch recognized some of the brand names. Max Factor, L'Oreal, CoverGirl, Revlon, it all seemed to fit. He looked back through the bathroom door at the corpse on the bed. There was still the smell of gunpowder in the air. He lit a cigarette, and it was so quiet in the place that he could hear the crisp tobacco burn as he dragged the soothing smoke into his lungs. There was no phone in the apartment. Bosch sat on a chair in the kitchenette and waited. Staring across the room at the body, he realized that his heart was still pounding rapidly and that he felt lightheaded. He also realized that he felt nothing, not sympathy or guilt or sorrow for the man on the bed. Nothing at all. 
Instead, he tried to concentrate on the sound of the siren that was now sounding in the distance and coming closer. After a while, he was able to discern that it was more than one siren. It was many. One. There are no benches in the hallways of the U.S. District Courthouse in downtown Los Angeles. No place to sit. Anybody who slides down the wall to sit on the cold marble floor will get rousted by the first deputy marshal who walks by. And the marshals are always out in the halls, walking by. The lack of hospitality exists because the federal government does not want its courthouse to give even the appearance that justice may be slow or non-existent. It does not want people lining the halls on benches or on the floor, waiting with weary eyes for the courtroom doors to open and their cases or the cases of their jailed loved ones.